Welcome to Chapel in the Pines, and by that I don't mean this building. Uh, if you are listening to this video, you are the Church of Jesus Christ. You are Chapel in the Pines, and it doesn't matter that we're not in this room. In this space together right now, we are the Church. Uh, I thank God for each and every one of you. I pray that you are all doing well, uh, and I trust that we will be back together soon. So as we start here, uh, let's pray together. Lord God, we thank you for uh, this time. We thank you for the technology of the world in which we live. And Lord, we just thank you uh, for being a faithful God, a good God who journeys with us, who lives with us, who is in our homes and in our lives and in our relationships. Lord, we thank you for this time together uh, where we can reflect on your word. And I pray uh, that the words that I speak don't come from me, but they come from you. Lord, we thank you for uh, all of us that have gathered uh, in this way. But we do especially pray for all those who are sick. Uh, we pray that you would bring healing to their bodies. We also lift up to you all those who are considered medically fragile. Watch over them and keep them healthy. And Lord, we lift up to you all those who are anxious, all those who are full of worry. Lord, give them peace. God, you are a faithful God, you are good, and we trust you. In the powerful and mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. People of God, we live in a unique time. Uh, we live in a time where there's this, this global pandemic uh, around us, this time where uh, whether we tune into the news or look on social media, we can't help uh, but be bombarded with information uh, on what is going around with, with COVID-19 uh, and the coronavirus. And, uh, we live in a time where we look around at the people around us and many people are panicking. Uh, you read news stories and you go to stores and you see people buying just endless amounts of toilet paper, endless amounts of hand sanitizer, endless amounts of just everything that they think they might need uh, at this time. And, and we are living in a time where people are hoarding uh, supplies and anxiety is high. And I think it's only appropriate uh, during a time such as this that we as the church try to pause, that we as the church try to slow down, and that we as the church try to reflect on Scripture and what Scripture has uh, for us today, what Scripture has for us this, this very day. And as we look, uh, if you use the New American Standard Bible, you will see the phrase, do not fear, 57 times in the Bible. And likewise, you see the phrase, do not be afraid, another 46 times. And when we look to Scripture and we see this message, we know that there's something significant going on here. The people of God have always lived in a world where anxiety has been high and where fear has always been an ever-present reality, and our time is certainly no different. So we're going to reflect on Scripture some uh, together this morning uh, and see what it has for us. Isaiah 41, verse 10. So do not fear for I am with you. 
Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Psalm 46, verse 3. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you, Lord. Psalm 46, verses 1 through 2. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Even though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Philippians 4, verses 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. And finally, the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 27, the words of Jesus himself. Peace is what I leave you. It is my own peace that I give you. I do not give as the world does. Do not be worried and upset, and do not be afraid. But the reality is, as we live during these times, these things are much easier said than done. It's quite easy to stand up front and to read scripture and to say these verses, and it's something altogether different to live into this reality, to live into this non-anxious presence that we can be called to be in our communities. But here's what we know. We know that viruses are contagious. But we also know that panicking is also contagious. We know that fear and hysteria is contagious. But we know that calmness is contagious. And peace and patience. We know that kindness and gentleness and self-control are all contagious, as are joy and faith and hope and love. And if we are to be the church at this time, if we are to live into this reality of being the church in our culture, in our homes, in our neighborhoods, then we need to choose wisely how we live. We need to choose wisely how we connect with our neighbors, how we treat others. And here's the reality. As, as we give in to fear, as we give in to anxiety, we often become people that turn inward. It's a sad truth. We become people who look to ourselves only and look to our closest loved ones only and we forget about others and we forget about care and we let worry take over. But I don't believe that's who the church is called to be. I believe that we are a church in this culture, in this time, in this community for just a season as this. 
This is not some moment where we set church aside uh, and we do things digitally and we connect in a different way and we just try to get through it. This, just like last week, is also a time where we are called to be the church, where we are called to reach out with love and patience and kindness to our neighbors. Sure, we could be people of fear. That would be very easy during this time. Or we could choose to be people of peace. We could be people of nervousness, people of panic, or we could be people of faith. We could be people of hope. We could be people of love. So church, I encourage you. I encourage you to get outside. I encourage you to check on your neighbors. I encourage you to live a life in such a way where you look around at the people who are close to you. You see who is near you, who is vulnerable. Maybe it's due to a medical condition. Maybe it's due to their age. That you look around, you see people in your own communities uh, who are panicking and who are, who are vulnerable uh, to this disease. And you reach out to them. I pray that we be that kind of church in this community, that we check in our, our neighbors. Uh, maybe it just simply looks like offering to shop for someone else who's too afraid uh, to go out. Maybe you have a neighbor that, that due to their medical conditions that are pre-existing, uh, it would just be impossible or very unwise for them to venture out right now. But, but maybe you're in such a place uh, where going to the store and buying a few goods uh, is something within your ability. I, th- I think that is us being the church right now. I don't think uh, what we're called to is to be a church that hides. I think we are called to be a church that loves, a church that reaches out, a church that cares. Let's, let's have this not be a wasted time. Let's have this not be a time where we hide, a time where we We seclude ourselves from everyone else. Let's have this be a time where we continue to meet together in small groups, where we continue to meet together uh, in prayer and in love and in support, and where we help our neighbors uh, in a way that shows the love of Jesus Christ. Let us be people of peace. Let us be people of love. And let us be people who care for others. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for uh, this time together this morning. I pray that you would reach into each and every home uh, who is listening to this message. I pray that they would know beyond the shadow of a doubt that your Holy Spirit is there, uh, that your Holy Spirit is just as real in that room as, as in this building and in this place where we have felt you so many times before. Lord God, we thank you for being a God of peace and patience and kindness. We thank you for being a God of patience with each one of us. Lord, would you push back against the feelings of anxiety, against the tensions in each one of our lives? Lord, would you lift us up to be people of the promise? Would you lift us up to be people of the resurrection? Lord, again, we do pray for all of those in our country and in our state and around our world who are sick and who are hurting today.
today. We pray to you as the great physician that you would bring healing, that you would bring peace, that you would bring restoration to their bodies. Lord, we especially lift up all those who are close to us and in this community and beyond uh, who are in this category um, referred to as medically fragile. Lord, would you walk with them uh, in their own uh, tensions? Lord, would you be with them in an ever-present reality? Watch over them, keep them safe, keep them healthy. And Lord God, we just pray against this power of anxiety. We pray against this power of, of worry, and we just pray that you would enter in peace and patience and love in its place. That you would give us courage to reach out to those around us, that you would give us clear minds to look beyond ourselves into our communities and into our neighborhoods, and that you would connect us with other people, not for our own glory, but for yours. Lord God, we know that you are a faithful and good God. We know that you're a God that cares for us deeply. And we pray that you would continue to reach out in and through each one of us during this time and during the weeks ahead. Lord, I thank you for this church. I thank you for its heart. I thank you for the people that call this place home. And Lord, I ask that you would bless them in a special way even this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now may Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, give you his peace and give you his patience and give you his wisdom during this time. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen.